Welcome to the underground, Australia's home of rap, metal, and alternative music. What is up and welcome to the underground. It is Ned joined by Monoxide of Twisted. Very big time interview right here. Mono, how are you, man? I'm good. How are you? Man, I'm very excited because I thought this interview would never happen. I don't know if you remember, Mono, back in the day, we were all set to do an interview. I worked in radio. It was the old school, traditional way over phone and that sort of thing. And literally, I got you on the phone and after about one minute, the phone lines just cut down. It was like it was never meant to happen. And that was like five, six years ago now. Holy shit. Well, hopefully technology's gotten a lot better. I see my yeah. beard and my shadows looking pretty sinister. I like that. <laughs> I, I do like the, the shadow in the background there. It's kind of cool, man. Now, I wanted to kick things off and talk a little bit of Detroit sports with you, Monoxide, man. What's the feeling in Detroit right now with the Lions? Like, they came so close to making it to the Super Bowl. Like, what's the sort of feeling in Detroit? At this point, everybody's gotten over the loss, so they're just proud of the team. You know what I mean? Proud of the season. It, yep. From top to bottom, it was really good. Really good. But... I believe you have to go through a rite of passage before you can get to the big dance. You have to lose to a team that has interception bounce off of the face mask into their hands in those types of miracles. As soon as that play happened, I knew San Fran's going. It's that yeah. weird one play. If it would have happened the other way, I'd have been like, yes, we got it in the bag. But next year, hopefully. That one step further, yeah, fingers crossed, touch, what sort of thing. You think they can get back there next year? Yes, absolutely. Yep, I think they need to work on their defense. Their secondary is super sus. I think you got to get rid of, oh, Cam Gardner Johnson. You don't fit <laughs> the culture. And yeah, that's what I do. I would spend the entire draft on drafting defense, drafting for the secondary. Offensive line, pro bowlers. Defensive line, pro bowlers. Yeah, Offense, pro bowlers. Oh, we need corners and safeties. Well, fingers crossed it all happens and works out, man. Now, you are one of those sort of rare breeds. Like, there's only one other person that I know personally that's both, like, super into sports but also super into the pop culture side of things. Is there many of them getting around where you are? Like, because it's rare here to be sort of like a nerd but also into the sporting side of things. I think in the world that I, ro I roam, it's best to have those knowledges. You know what I mean? It might not yeah. be as important to somebody else, but it's good for me. It keeps me grounded. It keeps me knowledgeable. Yeah, it makes sense right there. And that's what yeah. I wanted to switch things over to, the pop culture side of things. Uh, Paul, like, what, what, how big's the pop collection going now? I remember the Funko. You were a Funko fan of the month and, and like, featured on the Funko website. And it's just a phenomenal collection. How big is it now? It's about the same. It hasn't really, it's shrunk and then grown again and then shrunk and grown again. And it's still out of control. Absolutely. And now we got our own Funko Pops that I feel I manifested that. Well, that's what I wanted to talk to you about as well. I've got them right here. The Twisted Funko Pops. Very cool. These are, it's cool for me, man, being a fan of Twisted since, you know, the late 90s and being able to walk into a, a shop here in Australia. And there they are, the Twisted Funkos. Like, what does that mean to you, man? Like, they're like worldwide. That's crazy. That's what I told the George. Like, 
We've never dealt with a licensing like this because it is a global license. We will be yep. in countries you probably never even heard of. Like, I didn't care if we made a dime on it. It didn't matter. I wasn't about the money, though. They ended up paying us money, <laughs> which is <laughs> even better. And uh, just that, the fact that in Sri Lanka, you can go and buy a two-pack Twisted. You know what I mean? That's crazy to me. Crazy to me. Yeah, I, I reckon it's out there too, man. Like it's it's definitely a favorite in my possession on the pop culture side of things. Obviously, I guess they're your favorites as well. But do you have a favorite? Like, I don't know, people that don't know how big you're into these, you've like basically got a basement full, yeah? Yeah, pretty much. I have a basement and a like the walls are done. And then I have a room in the basement where all the stuff I don't display just kind of sits in tubs until I feel like changing it up. So I'll take all that stuff down on the wall and put all that stuff up. <laughs> I get I get played out on things. But my favorite, I think, is it's something that nobody can buy. It's a custom-made Funko Pop 2-pack Michael Jordan and Larry Bird by Funko right. Boss. Uh, it's massive. I'll post it on Paul's Pops on the Instagram. That's the one I've been offered all kinds of things for that thing. And that's the <laughs> one that I... Any other one, I'll be like, oh, all right, whatever. Trade, sell it, whatever. You're not getting rid of that one, though. Yeah, that's crazy that right one. there. Is there anything else that you collect, man? Like, I remember I do follow the Paul's Pops page and that, and I, I remember seeing that you had, like, basketball cards and stuff from back in the day. Have you, are you holding on to anything big there? I got, yeah, I got basketball. I have all kinds of sports cards. I got non-sports unopened boxes. I have, I collect shoes. Yeah. It's just things that I always wanted when I was young, but we were so broke, I couldn't have any of it. So now I have all kinds of shoes, all kinds <laughs> of cereal. All kinds of cereal, did you say? Oh yeah, that's my that's that's my hidden passion. Collecting cereal, I like that there, man. That's crazy. Like, yeah, when I was in America, we went there last year, caught you guys at Fright Fest, and your cereal aisle is next level. I need to take a photo and show you ours. It's absolutely nothing. Like, there, there is all sorts that you have there. You're very spoiled for choice. Well, we're very unprotected in that. You guys are a lot more protected. That's all that is. The further away from America you get, the less options you have because the less rule breaking in the food <laughs> world is happening. So there's a lot of stuff that, that I guess we have in food that other countries are like, not in a million years. No, they just pulled <laughs> frosted flakes off the, like, I get it, I guess. I mean, if you ate 25 boxes a day for two years, <laughs> yeah, you might get that, but I don't know. That's what I think though. That's my belief is that you guys as other countries, just a lot more stricter on your food laws. Yeah, we care about the health and safety of people. I get it. Your waitresses <laughs> and waiters. <laughs> oh, no, just playing. I absolutely love it over there, man. My wife always says to me I was born in the wrong country. Now, <laughs> I'm a massive Detroit Pistons fan, and I know, like, it's a very sort of down sort of topic. But what, what are your takes on the, the current Pistons, man? We just went through that hell, and it affected me more than it probably should. What's um, the taste on the Pistons there? The Pistons are in a spiral that will not be fixed until they find the right coach that can create a culture. They don't have any culture. You got to deal Cade Cunningham while you can, Why people don't know that he's not really that good and you can still get some for him. He's a one-on-one -on -one player. If he has the ball on isolations, he's all right. But with a, a team like that, where you're focused on that, you have to have jump shooters. You have to have people that can hit because the game's going to slow way down with isolations and shit like that. So, and yeah. they don't have a person on that team that can hit two shots in a row yet. So they're, 
I mean, you're talking years, years really? away from even being competitive. I'd say at least five years away. And that's hopefully they find the right coach. Monty Williams ain't the right coach. He's a superstar guy. He's not a culture builder like the Lions went and got Dan Campbell. That's a culture guy. He changed yeah. the way the team thinks, not how they play, how they think. You have to start there. And so until that happens, which it's at least five, if they even... It wouldn't surprise me if in five years they sold the team. Well, yeah, I know. I remember, man, seeing like, you know, because I follow it flat out here and I remember seeing the chance of sell the team during, like, is that a possibility? I agree. He's too spiteful, but that's right now. Two more years of this where they won't win 10 games. And I think he might just get frustrated enough to be like, all right, screw it. There's nothing I can do. Wow. I, like, I don't know. It's not as doom and gloom from where I'm sitting, man. I think you got pieces there and it's upsetting hearing that you want to trade Cade because I think he's a, a future future all-star right there. And you got Jalen Duran. Not, with the, as a, not, with, the not with the Pistons. They were onto something. You see, as soon as he went out, they became competitive. Instead of getting blown out by 20, they were losing by six and seven. And they actually yeah. won a couple games while he's out because Jaden Ivey and Jalen Duran are better together. That's the star combo. Kate yeah. Cunningham doesn't have that with anybody else on the team. Killian Hayes is the worst jump shooter in the league. Busted. Busted. The guys that should be starting that can shoot aren't. Bonnie Williams came in and benched Jaden Ivey. Like, what? He's the best player on the Pistons. The best. Man, I was reading yesterday, and I could talk to you about this for, you know, another day, but I was reading yesterday that they were going to trade Killian last season, and it was Monty Williams that wanted to work with him. He thought that he was the piece. Uh, he is. I mean, he would be, but it's obvious. The guy can't shoot, and if you don't have to shoot, you don't have to be guarded. And if you don't yeah. have to be guarded, you just go double somebody else. Like, he is quite possibly the worst point guard in the league. Wow. Quite yeah. possibly. It He'll make had it. Fred Van Fleet. He would have came in and changed it. Like that's who we. That's who you need to look at. Grinders, people mm. that came from nothing that earned their spot. Not people complaining about where they're drafted at. That comes later. Man, yeah, I I agree, man, hundred percent. I just don't want to lose Cade though. I'm like I was there for Cade's highest scoring game like the other year, and I don't know. Like there was just there was just something about watching him. It was effortless. And I don't know, it's like the game came to him, but I hear what you're saying. You think he'll yeah. be a superstar on another team. Absolutely. Or they'd have to change the entire way that the Pistons are playing and focus around him, and they're not doing that. Yeah. Yeah, no. I, I think Monty's the issue. Like, I, I I don't know, man. But anyways, let's. it's getting a little bit on the downside right now. I did want to talk <laughs> Pistons with you because, man, I, I just love them because like I, the Lions are cool as well. But to be honest with you, I don't 100% even understand the game yet. I need to catch up with Beave and, and yeah. watch the game and he can take me through it, man. But yeah, basketball is where it's at for me. But switching things up, Mona, you've got Astro 7 coming up shortly. Man, how crazy is this that you're up to number 7? It's crazy to everybody but me because I knew it. I knew it. We just have to do it. Once we do it, there'll be 15, 20. And once we got that first one out of the way, none of this surprises me. Now it is what I thought it could be. To an extent, it'll still be bigger. It's going to go bigger. We just have to find the right place. Place is key. So the, is this got a, are you saying that like it might not always be in Livonia or, or what are you saying Absolutely. There? Absolutely. It can't always be in Livonia. It has to grow. And to grow, you got to go somewhere for it to grow. Yeah, 100%. We I hear packed you that said. out. You come to Burton Manor, there's nowhere to, I mean, it is packed. 
parking lots packed hotels sold out like we have come and we have done the justice there and that's just my mind is thinking of the next place the next okay how do we get to 25,000 30,000 in the weekend and then we'll go from that to how do we get 50 to 75 it's just a process but it's not at it's the frustrating because it's not at our control if there's no place there's no fucking place there's nothing we can do we can move it out of the state of michigan but we don't want to do that yeah you won like pop culture event of the year like two three years running now haven't you like for detroit i mean we got all the news stations we got all the rate it's like it grew organically so to take it uproot it and take it somewhere else it just doesn't feel right yeah well, who's the biggest guest that you've, and what are you most hyped about? If you look back at all seven, who were you like, I can't believe they were there? There's a lot of people. I can't believe Trish Stratus came. Yeah. I can't believe Kevin Smith came. That's dope. That's dope, man. They don't have to do that. Spencer from Ice Nine, you yeah. don't have to do that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. seeing the process of the first one and how much we were turned down because it was our first one to see that now we have people that are just we'll just fly in ourselves and just give us a spot like please let us do it it's a testament to my team yeah that's exactly what it's supposed to be all the people that are there feel wanted be it on this side of the table or that and that is what's key that is killer dogs are barking at somebody i hope they bite their faces off (laughs) yeah Love it. You mentioned Spencer from Ice Nine there, man. I was a big fan of the Envy track. Are you, are you gonna work any more with him, Mono? Like this is off the oh, cuff here. Perfect world. We just go on tour together. Like he's done enough. He's blessed us with his vocal prowess. And yeah. I'm like, take us on tour. Let us destroy the stage for you before you come out. Let's make it hard for you every night, Spencer. <laughs> <laughs> There's no days off when Twist is on your tour. Oh, look out. Well, fingers crossed that happens as well, man. Now, here's a question I've asked you in the past, and I don't know what's sort of happening here. I'm always on George's case about about this, George's Twisted's managers, for those who don't know. What will ever eventuate with this Twisted movie? I remember hearing about it a little while back in the day, and I'm like, man, so I've been hanging out to see you guys on, on the big screen since the big Money Hustlers days. Right now, the guy that we're going to do the movie with is doing another movie. So once he's wrapped that up, then we're moving on to us. He's doing that so he can learn the entire process of shooting a movie. He's an amazing camera guy, but he's never shot a movie. And before he just jumps in with us, he just wants to go suss it all out so that we can knock this the fuck out because he knows pretty no nonsense over here. We don't need craft services. We're trying to shoot a fucking movie in three weeks. Like, let's do it. We got the spot. We got the script. We have it. It's just oh, waiting on that. Even done, man. What are we oh, talking yeah. here? You let us say what we're talking here. Is it still horror? Is that? Yeah, it's a horror movie. Oh man. Yep. Thank you it for is. telling me that because George, who I consider a friend, has never told me that. Man, and there you are. Yep. You've just talked it. So there's a horror movie in the works with you. Is it going to be cameos from like the entire M and E crew? No. No, this is real shit. This ain't some throw your friends in it because you're doing a movie. Like, we're trying to do something (laughs) big here. Like, if you can act, you can act. If you're like, hey, let me read for that part. Let me try out. But I'm not going to just throw my people of any sort, not even my brothers, are getting in this movie if they can't act. You know what I mean? I'll give everybody a chance. But this ain't that movie. This is this is real deal. Like the segue for Twisted, the segue for Monoxide, doing movies. Wow. So, man, you know, just on the topic of this, how long have you been sitting on this script for, man? It must have been a while now. 
Um, actually, I just wrote this two years ago. Okay, Not even, so maybe, maybe a year and a half. You wrote it yourself. It's all you. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Nice. You're a big horror guy, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I've seen more horror movies than Madrox has, and he smoked more cigarettes than I did. So figure that out. No way. There you go. Yeah. I like, guess we've seen should... more like he's seen more truck stop horror than me. Like go in and waste, you know, five hours of your life to watch something that you were not <laughs> watching. But anything that's worth a watch, I've seen. There's nothing I haven't seen. That is cool right there. So what's the coolest thing you've seen lately? Boogeyman by Stephen King. That was really good. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, yeah, I was surprised. I was surprised. There's another sleeper called Night Shift. That's pretty good. Night Shift, um, yeah. Yeah, there's a few of them, but them two come to my mind right off the top of my head. Yeah, I saw Boogeyman. I thought that was good. Night Shift, I'm going to have to check out, man. And, you know, while we're sort of on the top, can you tell us any more about this horror? You want to keep it under wraps? I don't want to give too much away. Um, It's just, it's no nonsense. It's not going to be funny. It's not going to be over the top gory. I think it'll be something everybody's going to be proud of. Yeah, and cool. It's That's either cool. coming to movie theaters or it's going to streaming or I'll take the fucking thing on tour. Doesn't matter. Either way, we'll all get to see it one way or another. Damn, man, I'm so, so glad that I asked that question. Let's switch things up. We will talk a little bit of Chainsmoker too, because I hear you're also rap, man. So we're talking about you running pop conventions. We're talking about you being a big football guy, basketball guy. But at the end of the day, man, the the way, what it's all about is is rap, man. And you've got Chainsmoker 2 coming out February 29. What can you tell us about this? Yeah, rap is definitely what's got us to where we can explore other branches of ourselves. But this record smashes. Like, yeah. I say it a lot because George is 95% of the reason this record's even happening. Because for years, he's just been planting the seed. Like, first one was <laughs> so good. And I'm like, ah, nah, nah. And then it just seemed like kismet. People kept hitting me up about it. He kept talking to me about it. And it was like, I had to leave that tour in May. And I'm like, fuck it. I might as well write it now. Wrote it, recorded it, and, and was pleasantly surprised. Because it's <laughs> not a twisted record, which I'm always proud of. Oh, man. Well, so far, I love this the song BMA. Great having Gmo Ski back on the label as well. So uh, we've heard the two tracks from it, BMA. And what was the first one from it, man? I can't remember off the top of my head, but they're both good. Not normal. Not normal, yeah. That's yeah. the video one. We shoot a video for that next week, and that should be out by release day. I'm supposed to shoot a, a video for the other one as well. Oh, that's good, man. Check this out, too. When I was getting ready for this interview, I found this. I've got this laminated, man. This is from the original one. I don't know if you can see Holy that there. Holy shit. Yeah. I it's, don't um, have that. That's crazy. It's very cool. It was We found it in a magazine over here, like, back in the day when it first came out. And I remember, again, going back to the Pistons there. I'm like, yeah, Minoxide's a big Pistons guy. Because I've been on the yeah. Pistons since freaking Tim the Toolman Taylor got me onto the Pistons. And that's crazy forever i haven't been able to do it since and that was always a big thing for me with twisted was that you guys were on them so it's cool finding that right there nice that is dope yeah man so all right we've got we've got so much things on the go i want to know is there anything else like i've you've been blessed to tell me all about this movie you've got the album coming out later this month you've got just a bunch on the go astronomicon 7 coming up is there anything else we need to know oh the green book tour in march you guys really don't stop and then the 420 show in april yes and then we're dropping the low top shoe this year oh um, man i need to get those hopefully the second funko pop comes out this year but i doubt it'll probably be closer to the beginning of next year 
There's news uh, right there. So what's supposed to go with that? The second Funko Pop. Yeah, that's what we're in talks with now. Not sure what we're going to do, but that's where we're at. Wow. So I don't know if we're going to just create a completely different design or if they want us to just like metallic it or I don't know. So we'll see. But something is coming. Wow, man, that's, yeah, that's insane. Cannot wait. So anything else, Mono, that we need to know about before I let you go? Glyph is out. Cryptic Collection is out. The Twisted Rock album's supposed to be out in, like, August. Uh, let me think. Think, I think that's it for now. Man, that's a lot, we, uh, though. We rebranded the store. The store has been completely overhauled for a much better shopping experience. And yeah, man, we've just been at it. Every day, something else. Every day, something else. Yeah, I love that right there. And I've actually heard a little bit of the, the music off that upcoming rock project. And man, I cannot wait for everyone else to hear this it's yeah george was he was kind enough to play some to me when i was in a in the states last year and i love it man i'm a massive fan like i know yeah, people I are moving up and down but man stick with it unlikely prescription i was just brilliant in my opinion thank you thank you i think we're onto something where it, it it doesn't feel like we're trying too hard to fit in or we're just naturally progressing. This yeah. is where it is. We're, we're doing side missions like, hey, let's do a song and let somebody else write it. We've never done that before. 25 yeah. years, never had somebody else write a lyric for us. So we tried that. Now we're talking about maybe doing an entire, we did an entire record with a producer. We've never done it like that before with the rock guy. Yeah. Now I want somebody to write one. <laughs> you I want someone to write that. One. Write a twisted rock record. I want to hear what the fuck you think it sounds like. That'd Side be missions, man. Side <laughs> missions. <mission. laughs> oh, I love it right there. Well, thank you so much for taking time out, Monoxide. It's been a whole bunch of fun. Be sure to hit this man up on Instagram at Pulse Pops. His album Chainsmoker 2 heading your way February 20. Pre-orders available now through the MNE store, mnestore.com, magicninjaaustralia.com for you Aussie and ninjas right there as well. Monoxide, thank you so much, man. Thank you, Nick. Thanks for talking to me. Tell everybody I said hey. And as of <laughs> always, go hug a Joey for me. This has been another presentation from the Grey Wolf Entertainment Network, greywolfentertainment.net.